All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. I don't think I'm quite familiar with that phrase. I'll explain, and I'll use small words so that you'll be sure to understand, you warthog-faced buffoon. Go ahead. Make my day. I make this look good. You are now listening to the Movie Review Crew Podcast. Now here's something we hope you'll really like. All right, everybody, welcome into another episode of... Movie Review Crew. I'm your host, Mike Lucas, and joining me is Brent Fruget. Hello. And Aaron Kronikin. Hello. We have a very special episode on today's show. What day do our podcasts typically get released? Is it Thursday now, or is it Wednesday? It's when Shane remembers to do it. Right, right. Typically, right. when we do one a week, it's on a Wednesday. I'm not right. sure how it worked with two last week. Yeah, you know what? I didn't check. I probably yeah. should do that. Oh, I should they weren't even released. Yeah. Yeah, being, they may not be released. <laughs> being, being the host and and everything, I should probably, probably check. We are... Uh, and especially with Shane in control it's, and right. with his internet, we can't ever be 100% sure he ever gets our texts when we send mm-hmm. them. So I'm, I'm positive that there are messages that he sends and we get them months later. Oh, there it's, has been. There's like, I, there's been plenty of times when like just a random text where I mm-hmm. come up and we're like, what the hell are you talking about? Like, oh, I sent that last week. Like, <laughs> oh, for real? Yeah. Uh, so anyway, w- what I was getting at to start the show was this is either going to be released a couple days before Christmas or Christmas Eve. Yeah. So what a very fitting. It's an appropriate movie. I didn't even think about that when you picked it. Well, that's kind of why I picked it because I figured we don't really do, besides Halloween, we really don't do like holiday movies holiday movies and i was like yeah the grinch is uh, an enjoyable enough movie and it's around christmas so mm-hmm. why not? and for everyone wondering out there this grinch that we're doing is the 2000 version right 2000 yes 2000 yeah. with jim carrey jimeth carrieth yeah um we'll get into it but it's uh, uh i don't want to i guess i'm gonna show my cards a little early in this game here it's it's up there in my favorite Christmas movies with the asterisk that I don't particularly enjoy Christmas movies, but sure. this is on my it's maybe my favorite to be honest. You know, let's uh, you guys want to get into that real real quick. We want to just start with that. Yeah, what are some of your favorite Christmas movies? Well, I do very much enjoy this one, but a huge part of that is because of Jim Carrey. Like somebody oh, yeah. else, this movie's. Like, we'll get into that later, but this movie probably wouldn't even be up there. But, like, favorites, like, I love Christmas Vacation. That one's always been a favorite of my family's. That and A Christmas Story, but Christmas Story kind of played out. They played that yeah. Christmas. Christmas Story definitely, because they do that 24 hours of Christmas or whatever they did on. T- yeah. I, everybody's seen it so many times, it just kind of wears thin. Yeah, I think so um, as well. Elf is on a lot of people's list. I don't. I get a lot of crap for it every time I tell anybody that I just don't like that movie. Really? I, I really enjoy that one. That's It's just Will Ferrell mm-hmm. being Will Ferrell in an elf costume. It's not anything special. I don't find it that funny. It, yeah. 
pass on that one for me. No, I, I really like that. I think that's it's a good retelling, like a modern retelling, and I think I think it's really good. And plus, it's got our boy uh, Peter Dink. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I'm saying. Yeah. He's an angry yeah. elf. Mm-hmm. Must must be from the South Pole. Yep. Plus, that uh, one came out kind of. That was, that was like, a kind of in Will Ferrell's heyday, like kind of before Will Ferrell maybe kind of started getting a little old with his style. Like, yeah. I think a lot of stuff he does now, it's just like it's the same old Will Ferrell over and over. So I think some people are a little tired of it, but that was like in his heyday. So people weren't quite on that Will Ferrell fatigue yet. Yeah, that was right after Zoolander and Old School. And then it was Elf, and then Anchorman shortly thereafter. It like starts. Yeah, and then after that, it was like one movie a year, and it was just Will Ferrell. His shtick kind of gets old. Um, I think it has. I think in the moment it was pretty good. Oh, definitely, because it was is a different type of a different. He's got a certain way that he delivers things that's very. Mm-hmm unique but i mean it's the same thing with every unless a comedian changes it it's the same thing with like kevin hart recently where it's just you know he's just being kevin hart over and over and over and sometimes you just got to change it up but i I mean that's their brand of comedy that's what they're expected to do when they're given these roles so speaking of kevin hart and will ferrell have you guys ever seen get hard no i think i've seen part of it before that's the one where he goes to prison right yeah yeah i think i've seen part of it like i i don't know like i might have been somewhere and it was on in the background you know i caught a few minutes of it but that's about it yeah also is there that movie was directed by eaton cohen is that that's not one of the cohen brothers is it no Ethan is right. Okay, that's Joel what I and thought. Ethan, not yeah. not E T O N. No, it's a it's <laughs> a cousin that's way down the down the yeah. lineage trying to make a name for himself. I, like, I don't. Well, that could that, be. That's, that's, uh, that's, that's probably quite, not true. Quite a ways away from a Cohen brand of comedy. All right. I'd that's say. why I was like, what <laughs> in the fudge? Anyway, uh, um, so so you don't like Elf. What do, you, uh, what do you feel Home about Home Alone's a good one that's okay. just more nostalgia and and I haven't seen it honestly enough that it, I mean it's been around mm-hmm. forever but it hasn't worn thin mm-hmm. um, I need I to mean, rewatch guess, that this season Santa Claus oh I love the one. Santa Claus the, the sequels but... are meh but the second one's not bad with Tim Allen with Tim Allen I yeah mm-hmm. I, 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 I just really I, like I, Tim Allen yeah I kind of forgot about that one that is one of my favorites too that would be right up there that one I watched a bunch as a kid. Yeah. It's fine. It's not my favorite. Yeah. I've always loved Tim Allen, though, just because, especially in Home Improvement, he reminds me a lot of my dad. So it just kind of has been like a thing where it's like, ah, I like him. There, speaking of Home Improvement, um, since I don't have cable and I'm an old man, I, I was downstairs playing with Leland, keeping him occupied while Amber was doing something. And we get like, the three channels that you can get over the air, whatever. And Home Improvement was on, and that show still cracks me up. That's a, I, I don't know how you can't not like Tim Allen. I just he's uh, fun. Matt McNeil. I know ask, yeah, that's what, exactly what I'm thinking. I'm thinking of those scores that they gave Galaxy Quest, and I'm considering quitting this podcast altogether. 
Promise? Yeah. Mm, well, maybe someday. Maybe someday you actually will. Yeah. Uh, how do you guys feel about Alf, the, the Christmas special? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I've honestly seen the Alf Christmas special. Or I don't think there is one. Oh, there probably is. What about that terrible Star Wars Christmas special that is like universally recognized as one of the worst things ever made? Has anybody seen that? Oh yeah. No, I mean like uh, over, you know, under the age of forty. Yeah, and we're so close to forty. Like that's like. (laughs) Yeah, I was gonna say that's that's probably closer to like fifty because that that thing's probably like fifty years old. Uh, speaking of Christmas movies, though, getting back to that, we watched some of the old, uh, shorter animated, like whatever you want to call them, stop motion. The classic ones, mm-hmm. Rudolph and uh, the Grinch. Anyway, yeah, those have aged fairly well. Yeah, but they, the Grinch is not stop motion. Anyway, go on. Yeah, yeah. So we watched those with Leland. They're they're short. I'd rather watch that than something like Elf. So those are up there i don't know i just don't really get into the holidays that much enough to watch these holiday movies do you ever watch some of those old specials like we used to watch as kids that are now and like they're kind of creepy like some of the stuff on them like the what is it like the silver and gold guy and like, uh-huh. the yeti or whatever it is there's one snowman so i bought the the box set of forever ago and we finally broke it out to watch with leland and there's one like the i think it's called the cricket on the hearth it's not one I'd ever watched when I was young. It's not one. I don't think they show it on TV. And there's a reason because it's just like the most unendingly depressing. This young woman's husband dies. And then some, I can't remember her dad or something goes blind. And then they lose their house. And I'm like, what a miserable Christmas story. It's terrible. And it's like all you have to do is believe, and everything yeah. will be all right, even though you lost everything. So yeah, Oof. we didn't finish that one. Leland did not enjoy it, <laughs> but I don't know. I I guess I'm kind of a Scrooge. I don't really care about Christmas movies. So, <laughs> oh, what about that Bill Murray one, Scrooged? Uh, you know, I don't Scrooged. think I've ever seen it. I know it is called that. I don't know that I've ever seen it. No, yeah, that one kind of creeps me out. Isn't there like one where the old dead one of Scrooge? I don't remember. There's a, You're there's probably thinking of something. some rendition of the, you know, like the Muppets did the Christmas Carol or the, the, yeah, the Ghosts of Christmas Past and all those. I don't know. There's one part of, of Scrooge that really creeped me out as a child. Yeah, there's the Ghosts dead Scrooge. Well, there's the Ghost of Christmas Past. He, they're all ghosts. Well, right. Like, the Ghost of Christmas Past, I think, was like the one that had the chains and it would rattle and stuff like that. Yeah, he looked like he's wearing like a golf thing and he's what? dead and shit. Hang on. He looks like a zombie, bro. Look it up. I, what am I looking up? There's been so many different versions of the Scrooge. You can't just no, say look it's, up the it's Scrooge. Scrooge. And that, it's Scrooge with it's Bill, Bill Murray. Murray. Yeah, with Bill Murray. It's, oh, is it? Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, I told you I've never seen that movie. So. Oh, I got you. Yeah, like if you go through the the IMDb pictures. Yeah. Is that where you're on? Yeah, and then that's like ten over. 
You see him hanging him out the window. Oh, yeah, yeah, there's a really good shot of him. It's creepy. It scared me as a child. That's what I'm getting at. Anyway, are there... Uh, oh, yeah, he's just like a corpse. Yeah, it's creepy That's fun. as shit. <laughs> That's fun. <laughs> So that's what I'm saying. Like uh, that, yeah, that scarred me as a child. I'll put that on my list to show Leland before Christmas gets here. Smart, smart. Tell him that they're out of coal this year, and so this guy's gonna live in, in under his bed. See what he does. That, how does that even make sense? We don't have any coal, so we're gonna put a corpse under your bed. <laughs> what is this movie about, Scrooge? Okay, but then there's this picture of this guy in a skull mask and a black robe, and then there's a picture of, I don't know what the context is, there's an eyeball in a glass of water. Is this a horror movie? Now I see Santa Claus with an assault rifle. I haven't seen this movie for a really long time, so I don't really remember. What is this movie about? I gotta find this Santa Claus with a it's toward the end of the IMDb pictures. I might have to rewatch this one because I don't really remember this stuff. I'm trying to look for the rating. PG-13. Comedy, what? drama, fantasy. Yeah. PG-13 oh, back in the 80s. Right, yeah. Yeah, 80s PG-13 is a little different. But anyways. Still can't find the Santa Claus with the... Oh, dang it. It's on IMDb, man. It's like the last one. Well, I'm just going through. It's not the point. Not the point. Did I tell you guys I met Bill Murray? Yeah. Masked Bill Murray. Yep. You can't even be sure it was Bill Murray. Mm-hmm. It's just an old frail guy in a mask. You don't know it was him. Yeah, he wasn't frail. It was Dill Murray. Yeah, his Dil brother Dill Murray. Picked me up. Oh, my God. I just found it. There's a minigun as well. Oh, my God. What is happening? I don't know. <laughs> Makes me want to watch it. Maybe I should pick that one. Yeah, you should have. Actually, no. I I really enjoyed rewatching The Grinch. And forewarning to everyone listening, I think my review might be nostalgified. Oh, there's a. It's- we've done movies like this where there's a difference between if you had to say review this movie based on its merits as a film just the filmmaking and how good it is would be way different than enjoyment and nostalgia and entertainment i mean all of that is completely separate but there's such a big difference because it's not a particularly well-made movie and i don't know if that was intentional some of it seemed like it was but we'll get into that but yeah it's uh I'm probably going to give it a higher than most people. These scores online are terrible. Like nobody likes them. I also want to kind of go through some of the Rotten Tomatoes scores of the negative ones just to see what they say. Yeah. So is there anything actually real quick? Have you guys seen anything new lately? Um, No, I wanted to see Tenet, but um, I had to do a, a, like an, a, order pickup because I didn't want to go into a store and get it. Mm-hmm. And then I had to actually go into the store to get it anyways. And I don't know if it's just my mindset or just because we've been going through, I haven't gone anywhere throughout this thing. I work from home. I don't. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I, I go into the store to get it and it's 
packed and I have my mask and it's like, I could feel myself hugging my arms close to my body and like trying to get in and get out as quickly as I can. And I mean, of course, everybody's required to wear masks when they go in there, but it's still like, you don't know where any of these people have been or, mm-hmm. yeah. It, yep. So that was a little scary, but I haven't yeah. watched it yet. Tenet. Long story so, yeah, short, you had it to took me a, a while to get it. Right. I finally got it, I think just yesterday. Uh, so I'll be watching that. That's funny. I, so I did a grocery pickup. Like I did one like a few weeks ago and that'll usually last me like almost a full month. And so I was like, well, I needed, there's a few things I forgot and I, there's some things I need to get. And I wanted to get some like hard liquor for hot cocoa and stuff like that. But not Makes sense. Yep. Right. So I was like, yeah, perfect. And the other thing I really wanted were uh, a, like a, a little tiny coin battery for my, a tire gauge. Cause it apparently those things die right when you need them. And Why don't so, you just get a normal tire gauge that doesn't require batteries? Right. Well, that's also first world he doesn't problem. know how to read them. He doesn't yeah, know I how don't, to read them. I don't know how to read. Anyway. Uh so anyway, those are the two things I really needed to get. So I got like this $50 order, and those two things are out of yep. stock. So yeah. My uh, uh my stepmom did a order, and it's we do it too through you do an order through Walmart or wherever, and then right you go to pick up your order and like, Oh, we don't have this in stock. Is this an acceptable replacement? <laughs> and we always just say, yeah, whatever. We don't care about brand. Just put it in the back. I don't really want to look through these things right now. We're going to get them home and disinfect yeah. everything. But Connie ordered, um, my stepmom ordered the, you know, the, the, the mixed nuts that you actually have to crack with the nutcracker. Oh, yeah. and, and so she ordered a, a bag of that to have, and she, they were like, oh, we had to do a replacement on that. And she's like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. So she got home and instead of this big bag of mixed nuts, it was all these like the little tins of cashews and almonds. And like all the... and she's like, yeah, I guess that's the same. Sure. Not that far off. <laughs> One time, uh, my girlfriend went to pick up some frozen broccoli for like a recipe or something like that. And apparently they were out of frozen broccoli, so she got frozen peas instead. Oh, yeah. That's green and it's frozen. Like, right? There you go. Something. That's not quite. <laughs> uh, it is what it is. It is what it is. Um, are we... Brent, have you seen anything lately? Not really. I mean, besides, like I said, at work, the guys like to watch like stuff on like the Netflix and the Disney Plus, so... A lot of Christmas movie on those. Like we watched all the Home Alone movies. There's like four of them or five of them now. You ever like, watched that Jingle Jangle movie yet? Um, it was on, but it was a day that I was like really busy at the uh, house yeah. doing a lot of stuff, so I didn't really get to sit down and watch any of that. And the guys didn't seem too interested in it, so it's not like one that I would watch again. Like they watched mm-hmm. the Santa Claus twice already because they <laughs> like that one, but that Jingle Jangle wasn't one that they seemed to like too much. Oh, you know what movie we didn't bring up? What's the one with Arnold? Jingle all the Jingle way. All the way. Yeah. yeah. No, I uh, nope. You don't like that one? No. And it's got that dude from got that, that genie movie. Yeah, Sinbad. Oh, isn't isn't uh, Christopher Jack Lloyd up. the little boy from Star Wars Episode One? Isn't yeah, he the little boy he's in the it? The little boy. Yep. No. Bill Hartman's in it. Wait, He's his name's neighbor. not Christopher Lloyd. That's the old that's, guy. Yep. That's the guy from Back to the Future. Yep. <laughs> What's yep. his name? What's Jake the Lloyd. little kid? Jake, Jake Lloyd. Lloyd. <laughs> I was yeah. like, 
Christopher Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd shows his range. He plays a little yep. kid in this one. Hey, you can pull it off. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. That's so funny. Okay, guys, let's let's move on into the Grinch stole Christmas now. Okay. So the Grinch stole Christmas from 2000. I'll be honest. It's how have... the Grinch stole Christmas. Yeah, I'll be honest. The Grinch stole Christmas. I, I had Scrooge pull up and I was like, oh, just go back one page. And I was going through all of those pictures. And <laughs> He's scrambling to <laughs> it pretend was... like he was prepared and yeah. ready. I was at the start of the show. And then we got off on that tangent about Scrooge and trying to find Santa Claus with the machine gun. Uh-huh. And it threw everything off. So here we go. The, the official how the grinch stole christmas from 2000 it's a pg film hour and 44 minutes long comedy family fantasy film on the outskirts of whoville lives a green revenge seeking grinch (laughs) (laughs) um what happened there (laughs) Uh, it's the, the the phrasing threw me off because it's on the outskirts of Whoville mm. lives the green comma revenge dash seeking right and so because the comma yeah. that's I, separating the two adjectives I don't prepare <laughs> so. what do you mean it's just reading but you <clears throat> on the outskirts of poop and i thought okay so like also i thought it was gonna rhyme for some reason oh boy <laughs> like like it was like dr seuss in his spare time I think it's like a, yeah page it was the night before christmas cadence right. uh, uh, for a, a exactly Christmas. on the outskirts of whoville lived a green fringe so some something he also had a finch mm-hmm. all right here we go on the outskirts of Whoville lives a green, revenge-seeking Grinch who plans to ruin Christmas for all of the citizens of the town. Directed by Ron Howard, uh, based off the book by Dr. Seuss and adapted to the screen by Jeffrey Price and Peter Seaman. Starring Jim Carrey, Taylor Momsen, uh, a dog named Kelly. Jeffrey... Who plays Max? Yes. Uh, <laughs> Jeffrey Tambor, Christine Baranski, uh, Molly Shannon, Clint Howard, and uh, I don't. Are there? Yeah. Are there other important? No. Really? Okay. On Rotten Tomatoes, the film gets a forty-nine percent from critics. God, that's rough. They give it a score of 5.6 out of 10 and an audience score of 56%, giving it a 3.4 out of 5. So, Brent, you picked this. Why'd you pick it? Well, I kind of talked about it a little bit earlier. Um, we haven't really done any Christmas movies, and, you know, I like The Grinch. Figure Christmas time, might as well pick a Christmas movie. Be a good one. All right, I can dig it. I can dig it. I, I'm su- kind of surprised that it took us so long to actually do this one. Well, nobody really likes Christmas movies. Well, no, but the show. I mean, there's Christmas movies I like, but like Aaron, he already said that he's not a big fan of Christmas movies, um, unless it's a horror 
Christmas movie. Matt doesn't like them. You know, right. So just not I'm a lot just, of fans, I guess. On the, right. But the we've done a lot of Jim Carrey films. We've done. What have we done? Yes, I know, man. No, no, we haven't done the Yes, man. We've I know done. You guys did the Truman Show. I wasn't on that yeah. one. And I was a little disappointed. I couldn't make that one. Um. What else? That's only when I can endless, think about endless sunshine on the spotless oh, mind, or whatever spot, the hell yeah. is. Eternal sunshine on the spotless mind. Yeah. You know, what? Yeah. to come to think of it, have we done any other ones? I think I most I of his so. movies, like Dumb and Dumber, Ace Ventura, those, they're ones that we've just seen so many times that it's like, I don't know, we just don't really necessarily pick movies that we've seen hundreds of times you know what i mean except for i guess there's certain ones that we have but like i don't know i feel like if i if anybody were to pick dumb and dumber or something like that would be me and what are we gonna do talk about oh yeah that's funny this seems funny that seems funny but actually be able to i guess score it would be a little difficult Mm -hmm. i get that um, also, this might be the first Ron Howard film we've we've done on our show. Really? See that? I think that's more surprising to me because, <clears throat> like Brent said, to do a comedy, we've learned is difficult. Because most of what you judge a comedy on is, did it make me laugh? Were the jokes funny? You don't really look at it from a filmmaking standpoint. But Ron Howard has an extensive filmography it's more surprising that we haven't done more of his right and and in all honesty we never bring him up in the he's hit or miss with me as far as direct like Apollo 13 is is up there for one of my favorite movies ever made mostly we Tom Hanks, but we haven't done Apollo that, right? 13 did Ron no. Howard do Apollo 13 he did yeah he okay. did we yeah. haven't done yeah. it I yeah okay that one. so but then there's other ones that of his that it's like, meh, you know, it's, I don't know. Rush was just okay. The one with Chris Hemsworth, the racing movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did, what's the other one with Chris Hemsworth? A heart, heart of the Sea, In the Heart of the Sea. The Whale movie is just okay. I don't know. A lot of him is like either I really like it or it's just all right. Interesting. I honestly haven't seen too many of his films. Did he do? I think he did The Missing. Yes. With yeah, that's a good one. What is that one about? Uh, a daughter gets her dad to help her find her kidnapped daughter. If that makes sense. No, I think you said that really stupidly. But uh, it's Tommy Lee Jones helps his daughter find her daughter find his granddaughter yes and it's tommy lee jones being an old curmudgeon perfect as he seems to have been forever yeah uh getting back to the grinch stole christmas what did you guys like about this film uh jim carrey jim carrey uh period endo story (laughs) like i said earlier like i enjoy this movie and i like watching it but it's pretty much all jim carrey like somebody else in there maybe it would be good like Jim Carrey just takes it to another level like the faces he can make like those faces and like the grin like that's his actual face they're not doing anything to help that so like Mm -hmm. just like his face and what Jim Carrey is able to do physically it and then 
most of his lines were ad lib, so it just it's Jim Carrey being Jim Carrey in a green suit. Yeah, there were other elements that worked. A lot of the sets were built and were practical. They were very, very, very obviously sets. Like there was no realism. All of the lighting, all of the textures, everything felt like a built set. But Mm -hmm. the fact that they went through that for this, man, I know it's this little tiny Whoville, but I thought it was pretty cool. Looked good. The cave, his his cave was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, it had a real Tim Burton vibe to it. That's a good point because it did, in a lot of aspects, feel Tim Burtony. It did. Well, with... They actually asked Tim Burton to direct it originally, but like he couldn't because he was doing something else. So Ron Howard did it. It felt so... like Ron Howard's best impression of what Tim Burton might have done with it. Mm-hmm. 100%. because it, like the the colors and the a lot of it was creepier than i would have expected from a live action grinch movie agreed and there were times when i mean i watched it with leland and there were times when we had to explain to him everything's gonna be fine there he's he just pretends to be a bad guy but he wants to be a good guy and it'll all end up fine and because it gets scary for him when mm-hmm. when this little girl's in the cave and he's being mean and trying to scare her off and I, it's it's not it, that, that's one thing i don't know what their intended audience was because it seems to me like it would be scary for children but yeah, maybe a little bit yeah and i don't know if maybe that's why it's got such low scores is because a bunch of parents took their kids to see the grinch and ended up scaring them well, but it's the Grinch. What's it, I mean? What else are they supposed to do? Not scare them. Sure, <laughs> true. But the Grinch was scary. They're supposed to scare all yeah. the who. who He's a mean him. one. But um, I, yeah, other than that, the I know I I have to believe it was all intentional. That all the Dutch angles and all of the the filmmaking choices, where and it wasn't just sometimes or here or there it was like the whole movie and it felt disorienting (laughs) i dude i was actually gonna say that like this feels very off-putting almost because there are little front to back even normal scenes yes are are dutch angled and it's like i i get it because it's this very weird concept but i don't know like if that's kind of what they were going for or not so i don't i didn't quite understand the use of them that much no and like i said it felt and it wasn't like there was a bunch of these action shots where you're falling around but it's just the way it was filmed and the way it flowed it was almost like it gave you motion sickness trying to keep up your brain's trying to make these angles make sense it's just exhausting trying to keep up with this movie. So yeah. I and like I said, it had to have been intentional. That's this vibe they wanted to create, but it was just odd. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I loved one thing I did really, really love, like going off of kind of what you were saying, is a lot of the props were like antique but new. 
you know what I mean? Like it had this like retro new vibe to it. I don't know if you guys felt the same way about it. Like the the clippers. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah, they, that's just kind of like a Dr. Seuss thing. Well, right. Like these but, uh, fantasy objects that are based right. in reality, but they have these kooky style mm-hmm. and, and purpose. Well, and I think that's great though, because Ron Howard was actually able to capture Dr. Like this felt like a very Dr. Seuss. Mm-hmm book and or uh movie have you guys ever seen the cat in the hat yeah no mike myers i haven't seen all of it but there are some scenes that i've seen and dude that movie also feels very very uh dr seussian so i think i think they did a great job of actually capturing you know everything that seuss brought to life um, outside of Jim Carrey, because we, we, we could talk about him all day. What other actors did you guys like? I hated Molly Shannon's character. Um, she wasn't in it that much, though. Yeah. Hated it. So I don't care. Uh, but OK, so I agree. She wasn't great, but I didn't I didn't hate it like you did. Um, you say it like that. I sound like a dick. The the little girl was really good. I can't yeah. remember the. Taylor Robinson. She's the lead singer of a rock band now. I saw that. I don't know who they are, but I saw that. They're (laughs) they're famous enough. There's one of their songs. I think it's probably their biggest song. I actually like it. It's like, um, like Heaven Knows or something like that. And I don't know. That's actually a song I kind of like. Well, she was good. I and I was surprised to see maybe if her music career took off. She hasn't really done much in the way of acting, but. I thought especially, oh yeah, forgot about that one. (laughs) I I just thought for a child actor that had so much to do in this movie, I thought she did Mm -hmm. really well. Yeah, it was mostly her and Jim Carrey like on camera almost. And really, all she had to do, they're like, oh, go go say these lines as cute as you can, and that's what she did. So, uh, the mailman or mail sorter, the dad. The little girl's dad he was good played an important character um i can't think of the guy's name the guy from arrested development and jeffrey tambor he was I'm there yeah he was good i liked him as that character i didn't realize that that was jeffrey tambor until like right now nobody in the world sounds like jeffrey tambor except jeffrey tambor so well, you keep saying these things about all these actors <laughs> and here i am yeah like uh, nobody in the world looks like johnny depp except johnny depp and you didn't know it was johnny depp we get it I also don't these know guys they they put on these makeup and these costumes and they just disappear <laughs> i'm telling you it's a, it's a work of art these guys i just they really the they're true true chameleons i hate you Anyways, uh, okay. what else? What else stood out, good or bad? Uh, the dog. Dog. <laughs> the dog had a lot of like legitimately. Like, I feel like a lot of studios nowadays would not waste the time with an on-set dog. And that's probably yeah. what they had to do back then. Oh no! What? Yeah, I mean, the dog, dog, was, did, the dog was, did great. What was that movie with uh, Call of the Wild? <laughs> Where they oh. had a. I terrible animated dog that's what we would get these days if this movie was made yep. well they actually uh like i said this jim carrey like i usually look up stuff with his movies but they actually originally were going to do a cgi dog but they decided against it and used i i think it would have been a terrible decision 
because mm-hmm. it did it did add a lot to it and he was just this silent companion that and it was honestly the dog just kind of sat there most of the time and then jim carrey reacted to that which made it seem like two characters bantering and having but yeah it was all jim carrey doing all the work well yeah but i mean like the dog lazy did a, dog actor right <laughs> No, but the dog did a great job being the straight man. Like, Jim well, yeah, did all these wild things, and the dog. And there were like, funny moments, like when he, when uh, Jim, when the Grinch couldn't decide whether he was actually going to go or not to the award ceremony, yeah. and the dog just pulled the rope. Like that's a funny moment, mm-hmm. or, or when he puts the the Rudolph nose on the dog and he's giving him acting lessons, and the dog just kind of knocks the nose off. And yep. he's brilliant. <laughs> So yeah, yes. they they provided funny moments so that it wasn't just scary Grinch; it was goofy, funny Grinch at times. Yeah. Man, but, I yeah, I mean, it, honestly, it, it does boil down to yeah. Do you think Jim Carrey can carry the m- movie past its mm-hmm. flaws? And I yeah. say absolutely. So I was gonna say it's hard to really talk about much else in this movie besides Jim Carrey. Like the makeup, I guess they look like who's like oh, they do in the yeah. book. So the yeah. makeup was good. Yes. Um, but yeah, besides like I said, outside of that, really, Jim Carrey, like that's all like he either makes or breaks the movie for you. And it was um effective emotionally. I know I mean, I wouldn't say the story is amazing. All they did was add a little bit of depth to an already existing story. Right. But the relationship, uh, first of all, the backstory of the Grinch and what pushed him to who he is, and then the story of what eventually gets him to change is effective. Like when he has to save, he doesn't care about the presence, but when the little girl's on top of the the sleigh that's about to go off the cliff, and that's that's when he has his moment and he starts to feel. I mean, it's and effective. His heart grows yeah. I'm feeling. Yeah, I mean, it's. I've a. It, you get kind of wrapped up in it because that that's really what this movie is: is her and the Grinch, this little girl and the Grinch, and and how she makes him change. Yep. And it's a cute little lesson for kids, and it's a heartwarming Christmas movie. Well, you I say guess. cute little lesson, even though it scared the. Well, not sure. Child. <laughs> sure. But Leland was excited when he he said he turned into a good guy. Mm. <laughs> it's like, yeah, Sorry. I told you he would. That's funny. That's so, so you spoiled the movie for him. Yeah, wow. I had to because it was trying to it was gonna make him cry. So scary Jim Carrey. I cried a lot as a child. Look how I turned out. Yeah. I'm able to read. My friends make fun of me. <laughs> Uh, I will say that the, one of my favorite scenes in this movie, I was reading about it and it actually was an accident. But when he's like getting ready for the party and like the first thing he does is rip the tablecloth off. Yep. He like rips the tablecloth off and all the stuff's supposed to go flying, but it just perfectly stays <laughs> yeah. there. So he runs back and knocks it all down and you almost kind of see him like look at the camera as he walks away like a fourth wall break. And like that just all happened. Like it was supposed to fall down when he ripped it, but it didn't. So Jim Carrey being Jim Carrey is like, well, you know what? I'm going to go back and knock it all down then. That's yeah, and, awesome. and even the the fourth wall thing, that's he does that more than once in this movie, so it's not like that makes it out of place. So Right. I don't I I would be curious to I didn't do any research for behind the scenes or or trivia or anything, but I'd be curious just how much was scripted and just how much of those funny moments they they just did a few takes and said 
do what you want to do mm-hmm. with this character and how much right. of that stayed in the movie. Right. That was good. Give me something a little bit different. Yeah. Change up a few of the lines. Tweak when it. he, you know, like when he's going through his schedule of, uh, <laughs> you know, self-loathing at yeah. whatever o'clock yeah. and stare at the ceiling and Five deep- o'clock? size. <laughs> uh, yes. Dinner with me. I can't keep canceling that. Right. How much <laughs> of that is Jim Carrey? Cause you know that yeah. Jim Carrey is the person capable of doing all, all of that just kind of off the cuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's what I, I think I'd be more interested in a behind the scenes thing about this movie than I bet, I maybe seeing this movie again. The, you could get a copy somewhere because this movie, I I wonder how much it made in the box office and and since, well, it made it's got a, a lot of movie at the right. box office because it was you know the Christmas movie. Right. Yeah. It, it's grossed three hundred sixty three million dollars worldwide. So I bet that there's like a behind the scenes edition of like the director and actors commentating yeah you know what i'm talking I have about to look yeah. on youtube or something to see if i can find something because that's oh, yeah. what the when i was watching it a lot of the times i was thinking like this is just this has to be just jim carrey this mm-hmm. doesn't feel scripted right there when he's one, uh when he's trying right. on the outfits and he all the little comments he makes and i, I don't know all yeah. of it just seems so fun yeah there was one thing that i was reading though that kind of goes against a lot of that sounding like oh that must have been fun but is Jim Carrey, like the makeup he had to do took like hours to put on and take off each day and like was really uncomfortable. So he would get like frustrated and really angry at people just because of the costume. Oh, so yeah. like there was some people, especially the makeup artists who didn't have like a great experience with Jim Carrey. But I don't know, like how much can you blame him? Because like the stuff that I was reading was like he was in pain because of this costume and the contact. So you are in constant pain and you have to go out and be funny and pretend to be funny yeah right like pretend like you're mm-hmm. having a blast <laughs> mm-hmm. uh i i don't know if they did this for the grinch um which by the way i want to talk about makeup in a second but i know for like the guardians of the galaxy film some of the actors had to stay in the paint for like two or three days so could you just imagine like commuting to and from work but being blue yeah. or green like like in guardians of the galaxy like what the hell Oh, that would suck. But this movie actually won the Oscar. I forgot to say this earlier. Won the oh, Oscar for best makeup. Yeah. So, like, I a fantastic job all the, all yeah. around. It was also nominated for best costume design and best art direction for set. So yeah, stuff like that. Like, I don't obviously I don't know what else was nominated that year, but like makeup. I'm like, really, what? Like this movie was all about makeup you know for like the look of it so like it had to have been like going up against almost anything else like it probably would have won in any year that it came out you know what i mean like even if it came out you know this year like what movies in the last few years have you seen where they have makeup and prosthetics that look like this honestly i was uh, the first thing that came to my mind was that movie cats should have you know learned a lesson from this that Stop. it can be done because well i'm just saying like that movie bombed because they chose to go the cgi route and it looked well, awful yeah I mean, they honestly they shouldn't have learned the lesson from this they should have learned the lesson from uh the jungle book or Mowgli or even the lion king one where the animals yeah. like if they have facial features like similar to a human they don't emote right and it looks off and if it's yeah completely I think, cgi i think there are some studios yeah. were like oh cgi is limitless we can do whatever we want and it's like that's not the case right still- <laughs> yeah 
So, yeah, I mean, I, I guess, like you said, I don't know what it was up against, but it definitely deserved uh, it. I, I, be honest, I looked it up. I'm looking it up right now. Best costume design, which it was nominated for, did not win, was Gladiator, which won. Mm, a um, bunch of leather sandals and skirts. Great stuff. Uh, other, other nominees that year for costume design were 102 Dalmatians, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, and Quills. Okay, never heard of Quills. Yeah, I don't know that one. Uh, best art direction for set was Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon was the winner. Uh, also was Gladiator, Quills, and Vatel. Vattel? Vattel? I'm looking up Quills. <laughs> okay, and then best makeup. Quills is a period piece with Kate Winslet. Uh, best makeup, Gr- the Grinch won, and the other two were Shadow of the Vampire and The Cell. Cell was good uh, from a makeup standpoint. I don't know what that one is. Um, that's a. Uh, damn, what's her name? The singer J Lo, Jennifer Lopez. Yeah. Okay, actually, if we're going to talk about it, we're going to have to refer to her as Jenny from the Block. Okay. Sure, true. Oh, dang. I'm looking at some of these pictures from the cell. There's some, some like... Yeah, that, that director, I don't, I think, I don't remember. I think it's Tarsum Singh, something like that. He's known for these elaborate set pieces and like the bright, vivid colors. And that's what he does. Interesting. It's basically uh, Jenny from the Block plays a character that can go into the mind of killers and she's trying to you know uh, find out where this captive woman is being kept by entering the mind and that's all his created world in his mind and it gets pretty good interesting never seen it anyway uh the grinch yeah anything else you guys wanted to chat on but did we talk about music at all i don't remember uh it had a couple of musical numbers that are very French or like very Dr. Susie Kitty, yeah. which are fine. Yeah, and um, if I, I didn't look it up to be sure, but it sounded like the uh, there was a rendition of the Grinch song. I think it was Jim Carrey singing. It. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Jim Carrey singing. And that was pretty good. It was uh, definitely a different take on the song from the old animated movie. But I, I do like the song they sing it the end when everybody's singing the world words and jim carrey's just like wow jim carrey blah, doesn't know the words <laughs> uh, yeah hmm. again i wonder if that was written in or that was it. no that's him that's him 100%. right that's what i mean that, the whole movie that's all i kept thinking like was this written or is this jim carrey mm-hmm. putting his touch on a movie yeah. again yeah so but other than that i i did notice while i was looking at it he got nominated for uh, Golden Globe. Golden Globe. Yep. I think it was well deserved. I, I, I can so. see why he didn't get nominated for an Oscar. An Oscar. It's not exactly an Oscar type of movie, but he. I mean, he was so, and he carried it. A lot of people don't like it, apparently, but I think his performance and watching that and watching him with that little girl, I think it outweighs some of the negatives. The biggest negative being just the way it was shot is way too kooky but whatever uh i yeah you're i think a lot of the the filming 
was done correctly, but I think a lot of it had those Dutch angles. Yep. Like for I don't know, not a, not a good enough reason. So, uh, ready to rate it? Sure. sure. All right. Um, who wants to go first? Brent, you picked it. I'll go last. I usually like going last when I pick a movie. Okay, Aaron, you go first because I'm typing this up. Okay. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of a, a little in between. It's going to sound lower than what I actually, I mean, I enjoyed the movie a lot. And this is probably one that I will continue to watch on the holidays with Leland because I'd rather watch this than most other Christmas movies, but still just how it just, oh, the, the angles and, and trying to keep up with this movie in your head is difficult. I give it a six, um, but I think its entertainment value is higher than that score because of Jim Carrey. And if you mm-hmm. like Jim Carrey, 100%, yeah. you'll like this movie. I can dig that. I can dig that. Uh, I'm giving that a Mike 7. It's average. Seven. I think like that's that's still a B- minus on our scale. I, I, I honestly think it's it's a lot better than and than most Christmas movies because I feel like the Christmas movies in my mind are like oh here's our happy like this and that like this has like you said depth to it it it's a very good like the payoff of when they do have that happy moment is worth it you know what I mean like yep. they earned it it's not like a freaking Hallmark movie. Yeah, like the thousands of awful romance movies on Netflix for exactly. Christmas. Yeah, exactly. apparently they're doing all those Hallmark movies now, man. They're making there's a market for it. Why do they keep getting made? There, there's, there's like a, market. a whole category of movies about royalty for holiday rom-coms. Like, mm-hmm. why is that a thing? <laughs> it's, you know, it's what it's what the people want. I suppose. Uh, they're, so yeah. they're cheap to make and they make enough money to keep making them. Like, yeah. People like them. But who are they casting now that that one woman's in jail? Aunt Becky's in jail. They have. Was that her Was that her thing? Holiday oh, yeah. movies? Oh, yeah. They have, because uh, like I said, one, one of the houses I worked at, they loved watching those Hallmark Christmas movies. And they have, I've seen movies with both of the sisters from Full House in them. Mm-hmm. I've seen... Um, the girl from Growing Pains, I think, like back in the '80s, like she's in a bunch of them. Um, one girl so that kind of looks so they like they just go get uh, '90s familiar '90s sitcom actresses and make Christmas movies with them. Yeah, I think so. Or like people that like just are kind of either like on their way up and then on their way down. And I think there's like contracts that they sign, like you have to make X amount of home. Oh, I'm sure. Days. Oh, without a doubt, yeah. And then, like, some of them probably re-sign because, like, that's what they can only find is Hallmark movies. But, yeah, yeah like, there's there's faces sometimes where you're like, oh, hey, I remember her from, you know, Full House or whatever. Yeah. So, Brent, what do you what do you give the Grinch? Uh, I think I'm right there with you with the seven. Um, seven heart grows. That doesn't, that doesn't seven work. heart grows? Yeah. Grows what? seven times its size. Oh, oh, seven heart grows. <laughs> you heard the man. <laughs> Uh, all right, so that puts it at a six point six seven, which interesting, interestingly enough, that was uh, the same score for the Sound of Metal last week. Really, um, really? Yeah. I I didn't listen to that episode yet. That's like a 
There are a lot of good scores for that. That only got a 6.67, huh? Uh, I wasn't a huge fan of it. I don't think Mike was either. I didn't see it. I didn't. I, I skipped wait, that not one. Mike. Yeah. Uh, me, Shane Matt, and, and Matt. Shane. Right? Yeah. I think Shane wasn't like a... Well, none of us were like huge fans of it. Like, yeah. They were like, it was it's... a lot like the actor did a good job. The main actor did a good job, but the movie was kind of eh. Right. Yeah. That's, I think that's kind of what the consensus was. Like, It's a good movie. It's well made, but it, I don't... like. There's not a whole lot there for me. Um, okay, so this or The Sound of Metal. Right? This. Never saw Yep. This or The Lobster. This. Uh, I, I might watch The Lobster. I enjoy The Lobster a lot, actually. Uh, actually, I, I have a higher score for The Lobster than I do for this. This or Overlord. I haven't oh, seen that one. This. I didn't see that. This or Happy Gilmore. Well, Happy Gilmore. That's yeah, yeah. It's got better rewatchability. One just because it's not focused in on one holiday, but also just like one-liners and stuff like that are more rememberable. Yeah, this or it. I still haven't seen it. Jesus Christ! Aaron. <laughs> I I don't know. Probably this, just because Jim Carrey. This or Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Hmm. <laughs> Probably that. Okay. This. I don't know. I think I enjoy The Grinch more, but that's obviously a better movie. Right. This or The Adjustment Bureau. This. This or Willy Wonka. Probably Wonka. Yeah, I like Willy Wonka. This or Drive. 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 That's the one. That's the Edgar Wright one, right? No. No, that's That's Baby Driver. Drive is the. Oh, when Gosling does his plank of wood impression. Oh, this. <laughs> I'm a driver, not a daddy. I never had a daddy. Yeah, he shows his acting range of mine. Hey, kid, one toothpick. <laughs> the, bi- the bigger I am, the smaller my range becomes. <laughs> for for those of you who don't know what we are quoting, look up Ryan Gosling's acting range. On look. The- I like Ryan Gosling. I actually think he's a very capable actor, but that is one of the best videos <laughs> making fun of an actor that I've ever seen. Yeah, it was so funny. All right, so last one we will do. This or Interstellar? Mm. Interstellar, I'm saying it. This. Like, Interstellar's fine. Interstellar gets me, man. <laughs> the whole no. father-daughter thing. It, at that movie made me cry. Oh, why? Because you're like, oh, this, is, this is wasting my life. It's so long. <laughs> exactly. No, no, you surprised me with Matt Damon. That's when I cried. Yeah. Spoiler well, alert. <laughs> <sighs> okay. So, final score of 6.67 for How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Join us. We might take off next week just because of the holidays and whatnot, but. If we do join us next week for a pick from Aaron, do you have a pick? Uh, I don't. Uh, I have a few thoughts that most of you would hate, but mm-hmm. they're uh, guilty pleasure movies that would probably torture you guys. So fun. Uh, like, are they four-hour movies that are really slow and dumb? No. Um, no. Just they're just not. Actually, actually. Yeah. Are they? He's like, no. They're three hours and forty-five minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. No. I mean, everybody. I think everybody at this point knows I was considering picking Speed Racer, which to me, I love that movie. I think it's one of the most underrated movies. 
and I've, I've never seen it. it. I've never <gasps> seen it. I love it. All right, so pick it. I, I'd I'd be down to give it a watch. But it's like two and a half hours long. Oh my god! For a kid's <laughs> speed race <for> movie. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my god! Let's make so, this movie for kids. Two and a half hours later. Why? Yeah. What? Why? I yeah. You know, things and stuff. Science. Got it. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's it. Join us. Join us next week or the week after, guys. Uh, go to our website moviereviewcrew.com. In the meantime, you can request movies right on our homepage. Uh, anything else, gentlemen? Nope. All right. Someone in the show. Tell your friends. Hey guys. Oh, big golf, huh? All right. Well, see you later. Good day, sir. You're a sir, I said good day. Yeah. See ya. Hasta la vista, baby. This has been the Movie Review Crew Podcast. Remember to find us online on your favorite social media apps and go to our website, moviereviewcrew.com. Yeah. Linger, man. Yeah, totally. Linger. Hardcore.